0: Today is the 7th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is fantastic to be here with you. And for the first time in a long time, being able to say welcome to the land of the Bible. It is great to be here in Israel, where jet lag is in abundance, Uh, Fatigue is sort of the way of it until your body clock kind of gets adjusted and then you go home and do it all over again. It's great to be here with you today. Days and nights are mixed up, the whole thing. But we are getting acclimated and so many people are uh, arriving in the land today this evening will be our sort of inauguration dinner, our welcome dinner. First time we kind of all get to be together in the same place and kind of do some orientation and prepare ourselves and so looking forward to that tonight. But it is wonderful to be back in the land and I am really excited whether in person or virtually that we can we can journey through the land of the Bible together. And just looking forward to posting pictures and uh, just talking about it. It's such a, it it has traditionally been such a beautiful time in the community, especially as we're just getting going in the beginning of the year and kind of locking into the rhythm of being in the Bible every day around the global campfire. Coming to the land of the Bible has always kind of knit us together as a community, as we experience this, experience this. Jet lag. I'm telling you, I don't know, I don't know if I'm coming or going, but that's how my body works. And that's why that's why we're here getting acclimated. But it's wonderful to be here with you today from the land of the Bible. And uh let's let's dive in and take the next step forward. And our next step forward leads us back to Mount Sinai. Leans us back around the mountain of God where the Lord is revealing to Moses how this, this former slave people will become God's chosen people and how they will be organized. And so we pick up the story, Exodus chapters 26 and 27 today. The curtain that forms the dwelling itself you shall make with ten panels of fine woven linen with blue, purple, and scarlet material. Decorate them with cherubim, which are to be the work of a skillful craftsman. The length of each panel of the curtain is to be 42 feet and the width of each panel 6 feet. All the panels are to be the same size. Five panels of the curtain are to be connected together into one panel, and the other five panels are to be connected together into one. Attach blue loops to the edge of the last panel in the first set of curtains. In the same way, attach loops to the edge of the last panel of the second set. Make 50 loops for the edge of the first set of curtains, and make 50 loops for the edge of the second set of curtains. The loops are to be opposite one another. Make 50 gold clasps and connect the two sets of curtains to each other with the clasps so that the dwelling becomes one connected piece. You shall make panels for a curtain made from goat's hair to serve as a tent over the dwelling. Make 11 panels. The length of each panel is to be 45 feet and the width of each panel 6 feet. The eleven panels are to be the same size. Connect five panels of the curtain into one unit and connect six panels into another unit. Fold the sixth panel of the curtain over the front edge of the tent. Attach 50 loops to the edge of the last panel of one set of curtains and 50 loops to the edge of the last panel in the second set. Make 50 bronze clasps and put the clasps into the loops to join the two pieces of the tent together, so that it forms one unit. The excess part of the curtains that form the tent, which is left over, that is, the half curtain that is extra, is to hang down over the back of the dwelling. The 18 inches left over on one side, and the 18 inches left over on the other side, all along the length of the tent coverings, are to be left hanging down over the sides of the dwelling on either side to cover it. You shall also make a covering for the tent made from rams' skins dyed red and a covering made from hides of sea cows to go above that one. You shall make upright boards of acacia wood to serve as a framework for the dwelling. The length of each board is to be 15 feet and the width of each board is to be 27 inches. There are to be two pegs on each board for connecting them to the next board. That is the way you are to make all the boards for the dwelling. Make these boards for the dwelling. Make 20 boards for the south side. Make 40 socket bases of silver to be placed under the 20 boards. Two sockets to go under the first board to hold its two pegs and two sockets to go under the next board for its two pegs. For the second side of the dwelling, the north side, make twenty boards with forty socket bases of silver. Two sockets to go under the first board and two sockets to go under the next board. For the far side of the dwelling, the west side, make six boards. Then make two boards for each of the back corners of the dwelling. For the two corners, there are to be twin boards from the bottom to the top, but they are to be joined at the top by one ring. Both corner pieces are to be made like this. Altogether, there will be eight boards with silver socket bases, sixteen socket bases, two socket bases to go under each board. You shall make crossbars of acacia wood. Five crossbars for the boards on one side of the dwelling, five crossbars for the boards on the other side of the dwelling, and five crossbars for the boards on the back side of the dwelling on the west. The middle bar, placed halfway up the boards, shall pass through the one end of the boards to the other end. Overlay the boards with gold. Attach gold rings to them to hold the crossbars and overlay the crossbars with gold. You shall set up the dwelling according to the design that is being shown to you on the mountain. You shall make a special veil of blue, purple, and scarlet material and of fine woven linen, decorated with cherubim. It shall be made as the work of a skillful craftsman. Hang it on four posts of acacia wood overlaid with gold, which stand on four socket bases of silver. The hooks are to be made of gold. Hang up the veil below the spot where the clasps join the two parts of the dwelling, then bring the Ark of the Testimony inside the veil. The veil shall separate the holy place from the most holy place for you, You shall put the atonement seat on top of the Ark of the Testimony in the most holy place. You shall set the table outside the veil and the lampstand opposite the table on the south side of the dwelling. You shall put the table on the north side. You shall make a screen for the entry to the tent from blue, purple, and scarlet material and a fine woven linen, the work of an embroiderer. Make five posts of acacia wood to support the screen and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be gold and you shall cast five bronze socket bases for them. You shall make the altar of acacia wood seven and a half feet long and seven and a half feet wide. The altar shall be square and it shall be four and a half feet high. You shall make horns on its four corners. These horns are to be made as one piece with the altar, and you are to overlay the altar with bronze. Make pails to take away its fat-drenched ashes. Make shovels, basins, meat hooks, and fire pans for the altar. Make all its utensils of bronze. Make a grate for it which is latticework of bronze, and make four bronze rings for the four corners of the latticework grate. Set the grate in place below the top edge of the altar so that the grate rests halfway down from the top of the altar. Make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. These poles are to be put through the rings on the two sides of the altar whenever it is carried. You are to make the altar hollow, with sides made of boards. They are to make it as it is being shown to you on the mountain. You shall make the courtyard for the dwelling. For the south side of the courtyard there shall be hangings of fine woven linen, 150 feet long for that side. There shall be 20 posts for it, and their 20 socket bases shall be bronze. The hooks for the posts and the connectors shall be silver. In the same way, for the north side there shall be hangings 150 feet long with 20 posts and 20 bronze socket bases. The hooks for the posts and their connectors shall be silver. For the courtyard on the west side, there shall be hangings 75 feet wide with 10 posts and 10 socket bases. The width of the courtyard on the east side shall be 75 feet. The hangings on one side of the entry gate shall be 22 feet 6 inches wide with 3 posts and 3 socket bases. For the other side there shall be hangings 22 feet 6 inches wide with three posts and three socket bases. For the entryway into the courtyard there shall be a screen 30 feet wide made of blue, purple and scarlet material and a fine woven linen, the work of an embroiderer. Make four posts for it and four socket bases. All the posts around the courtyard shall be connected with silver. Their hooks shall be silver, and their socket bases bronze. The length of the courtyard shall be 150 feet, and the width 75 feet on both ends. The height of the hangings of fine woven linen shall be seven and a half feet. Its socket bases shall be bronze. All the utensils for all the services of the dwelling... All its tent stakes and all the stakes for the courtyard shall be bronze. You shall command the people of Israel to bring you pure oil from beaten olives for the light, so that the lamp may burn every night. In the tent of meeting, in front of the veil, which is in front of the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall tend the lamp before the Lord from evening until morning. This shall be a permanent regulation throughout their generations for the people of Israel. Matthew 25 1 through 30 At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish ones took their lamps, they did not take any oil with them. But the wise took oil in their containers with their lamps. While the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, the bridegroom! Come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, No, there may not be enough for us and for you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were away buying oil, the bridegroom came. Those who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the other virgins also came and said, Lord, Lord, let us in. But he answered, Amen, I tell you, I do not know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. You see, The kingdom of heaven is like a man going on a journey. He called his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two talents, and to still another one talent, each according to his own ability. Then he went on his journey. The servant who had received the five talents immediately put them to work and gained five more talents. In the same way, the servant who had received the two talents gained two more. But the servant who had received one talent went away, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The servant who received the five talents came and brought five more talents. He said, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See? I have gained five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. The servant who received the two talents came and said, Master, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I have gained two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the servant who received one talent came and said, Master, I knew that you are a hard man, reaping where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter seed. Since I was afraid... I went away and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. His master answered him, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter seed? Well, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers so that when I came I would get my money back with interest. Take the talent away from him and give it to the servant who has ten talents. Because everyone who has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. But the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Throw that worthless servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Psalm 31, 1-8 Into your hands I commit my spirit. For the choir director, a psalm by David, a declaration of confidence. In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, Deliver me. Turn your ear toward me. Hurry. Rescue me. Be a rock where I take refuge. A fortified place that saves me. Yes. You are my rocky cliff and my stronghold. For the sake of your name, you will lead me and guide me. You will pull me out of the net that they hid from me because you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, the God of truth. I hate those who keep worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy, because you saw my affliction. You knew the distress of my soul. You have not left me in the hand of the enemy. You have made my feet stand in a wide open space. Proverbs 8 1 through 11. Do you hear wisdom calling out? Do you hear understanding raising her voice? On the hills above the roads, she takes her stand at the crossroads. Beside the gates leading into the city, at the entrance to the doorways, she cries out, I call to you men, and I raise my voice to the people. You gullible people. Get good judgment You fools, take this to heart. Listen, because I am speaking noble thoughts. I open my lips to speak upright things, for my mouth declares truth. But wickedness is disgusting to my lips. All the words from my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. All of them are clear to those who have understanding, and they are upright to those who find knowledge. Accept my discipline instead of silver. Accept knowledge rather than fine gold, because wisdom is better than gems, and anything you may desire cannot equal her. Okay, so in the book of Exodus, the dimensions and materials that are to be used in constructing a tabernacle are being given to Moses. This tabernacle will be like a portable, movable place for God to dwell. And we will see that as we go forward, this tabernacle that we're just talking about right now will be built, but its position is to be right in the middle of the Israelite camp. In other words, God is right in the middle of you. Wherever you go. And so that's what's happening here. And I'm, I'm reading this and just going, wow. I think it's I think it's the day after tomorrow that we will actually be out in this wilderness. And out in this wilderness is an actual kind of scale replica of this tabernacle just kind of out there in the wilderness and so very very soon we'll kind of be seeing this with our own eyes and be sure to post pictures of that but uh, looking forward to that in the gospel of matthew it's been a couple of days ago that Jesus and his disciples were in Jerusalem and the disciples were marveling at the temple complex and Jesus tells them that it's all going to fall, like it's all going to be destroyed. And so they begin to ask him about when that might happen because that seems like the end of the world to them. And he begins to tell them different things, but what he's telling them is not the date and the hour that they can expect this to happen. He's telling them that they can see it coming if they have eyes to see and ears to hear. They can see it coming in the same way that, that we could see summer coming. And then he begins to do some teachings to describe what this time will be like. And we spent some time discussing that yesterday. Jesus is still using examples in today's reading to describe this time and to describe this how the kingdom of heaven will be at this time and so he uses a a famous parable that we probably all know from Sunday school the parable of the ten virgins who were waiting to meet the bridegroom and basically there's like, it's just a paragraph of a story but there's a lot of beautiful tapestry kind of in the heritage I mean in the culture there is a betrothal an engagement sort of She's spoken for, he's spoken for, they will be married. And then the boy, the young man, and his father will go and prepare a place for the new family to come and join the household. And it would build this. The young man who is betrothed would now be building this space for his beloved and their future family together. So everything that he's building, he's got her on his mind and thinking about the future that will happen and what they're building together. And they would get it done, and then it would, be, it would be up to the father of the house to decide when the time is right, when it's time to go and get her. And maybe she's two doors down, or maybe she's in a different village, or maybe she's two days' journey away. The father would say, it's time to go get her, son. And they would set off on this journey. Meanwhile, she's been waiting. She doesn't know when it's going to happen. She's been waiting for his arrival. And so he goes to get her and there's probably some kind of celebration there. But the idea is that they will come back to the place that he has prepared for them. And there will be people waiting there as well for this celebration or even the wedding ceremony so that they can then go into their new dwelling and consummate their marriage and begin their life together. And so that's kind of like a little bit of a backdrop to this story. These virgins are waiting for the bridegroom to arrive, and they don't know the day or the hour. They don't know exactly when that's going to happen. And so they're waiting. And what we see in this depiction is that 5 of the of the virgins are waiting with extra with enough oil like to wait as long as they need to wait they know it's any time to wait as long as they have to while the other 5 did not have enough to wait and so when the announcement comes that the bridegroom's coming they don't have oil for their lamps and they have to run and go, go try to get some and they don't they can't they can't they weren't ready which is the point Like that was the point of all that Jesus was saying yesterday, that the way you live while you discern the signs of the times is to live prepared and ready. And part of the way that we live ready is how we take care of each other, how we are prepared. Jesus goes right into another famous parable, the parable of the talents, and we see the same kind of criteria a master is going away it is unknown when he will return the day of the hour the day and the hour are unknown in the parable of the talents one servant is given five talents one servant is given two one is given one and then we watch what they did with it while the master was away right so we can see how this metaphor goes What are we doing with what we have while the master is away? Because he will return and we do not know exactly when. And so if we begin to assume that he won't or that we've got more time and we slack off or backslide or however you... When we stop being vigilant and ready, when we stop taking care of each other, then we're not using what we have. We watch the story of the talents. The one with the five turns it into ten. The one with the two turns it into four. They they double their master's investment. The person with the one talent hides it in the ground because he's afraid. And so he gives the talent. he, He gives back what he was given Whereas the other two servants were able to use what they were given and make more. What are we doing with what we've been given? We can't just keep waiting for more so that we can start doing what we're supposed to do. And it's not just about money. It's about taking care of each other. And so once again, we have this theme of being vigilant, of being prepared And we have this theme of using what we have and realizing that we are equipped. So there's some challenging things for sure for us to think about as we gaze upon our own lives and our own priorities, because that's what's supposed to happen with these parables. Like that's what's supposed to happen. We're supposed to be challenged into examining ourselves asking ourselves are we ready are we living ready are we taking care of each other are we using what we have are we prepared and so Father we invite you into that there is absolute room for for profound growth in each and every one of us and The first place of growth that we ask for is that we become aware and vigilant, that we simply are able to see what we're doing and why we're doing it, so that we begin to understand the inside and the outside and how those two differ in our lives. Because you are making us true on the inside and the outside. Come, Holy Spirit. Lead us into all truth. Help us examine our hearts today. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It is the website, and it is where you can find out what's going on around here. You can use the Daily Audio Bible app as well, which you can download free from whatever app store works with your device. And so check that out. And obviously, uh, what's going on around here for the next bit is that we are traveling through the land of the Bible. And that kind of officially begins this evening. And I will... Definitely keep us posted on what's going on each day and what we're doing. We will also be posting photographs and videos to the Daily Audio Bible Facebook and Instagram pages as things happen. And then in a few days from now, this Saturday, Uh, In the evening, we will have a Facebook Live from the land of the Bible, from the Galilee, from the Sea of Galilee, and uh, we'll just kind of share a little bit about what our experiences have been, and just interact with everybody, and it's it's always a lot of fun, so make plans for that, and then just asking everybody... All over the community, all over the world to cover us with your prayers. Prayers for fatigue, health, safety, technology, logistics, travel, everything about what we're doing and may the Holy Spirit flood us with an awareness of God's presence all around us and thank you in advance for your prayers If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if you find that coming around the global campfire each day is life-giving, then thank you humbly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. The mailing address is P.O. Box 1996. Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174 and as always if you have a prayer request or encouragement you can hit the hotline button in the app that's the little red button up at the top or you can dial 877-942-4253 and that's it for today I'm Brian I love you And I'll be waiting for you here
1: tomorrow. Hey, DAB. It's Refined by the Fire in Ohio. Hey, Mr. Brian. Oh, my goodness. Between you and your wife this week, um, God has certainly been honing in on um, some areas that he wants me to work on. So whether it is... Um, Embracing what He's led you into, um, embracing the desert times, seeing what it is that God has for us, just really, really convicting uh, this week. Thank you, as always, for bringing us uh, the Word, but also your commentary and the Spirit that just flows through you and reaches out as if he was speaking just to me and me alone. While I know, obviously, there are thousands of us listening. Um, Just several areas. Um, You guys could pray for me this year. We are um, tackling—my husband and I are tackling our finances as a couple in um, like a real adult way finally after all these years, better late than never— um, and then my dad is um, has dementia, uh, got kicked out of his nursing home and relocated to another one. That honestly, um, I feel like I've just been throwing a two-year-old tantrum about not wanting to have to step up and be the person. But, you know, hello, Moses. We'll have a good chat one day. Anyway, guys, I love you much, and I will talk to you soon.
2: Hello, everybody. This is Godsmile here. My goodness, we're in February already. And I'm just, um, I'm so happy because, you know, springtime isn't far away. February makes me smile. The nights are gaining light. And if you look real closely, you'll notice it's two minutes each night. The crocuses are peeping up. Bluebells popping up from the ground, and the perennial's deadwood calls. It's time to prune. I have colours to reveal. Oh, springtime is near. How that makes my heart skip with joy. Isn't God's wonderful creation a blessing? It gets richer year by year, and we the dabbers have much to share and sprinkle with each other what we learn. Thank you, Brian, Jill. China and Ezekiel, we love you so much. God bless. Love, God's man. Kiss, kiss, everybody.
0: Uh, hey, DAB family, this is Josh from Kentucky. Uh, I'm asking for prayer for the Lord's guidance. I've been dating my girlfriend for nearly two years, and I've just revealed like a bunch of lies, being unfaithful, and a 10-year pornography addiction on my part. And, you know, I've been thinking about marriage. i just decided to reveal it. Uh, She's willing to work with me, but I just need prayers that God would keep my mind pure and help me to correct my
3: wrongs and push further into the man he wants me to be. I definitely need to learn, like, self-worth and understand God's grace to do so. So
0: um, I ask you guys to please pray for me. Thank you.
3: Hi. This is Lily in Missouri. I woke up this morning, and I just want to give God the praise that he deserves. And I could never praise him enough. I've got 10 fingers and 10 toes and blood's running through them. And God's given me what I need to get done, what I've got to get done. I just pray that you are doing fine and you are doing well. And for those things that are giving you trouble, somebody just told me this morning, Don't let the happenings stop your happiness. Don't let, don't, just don't let it happen. I'm so grateful today. And for the things that you may be going through, take time to think and look around for the things you absolutely can be grateful for and that you can praise God for. I really appreciate the DAB. I really appreciate how Brian explains things in a way that I've never heard before. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Y'all just have a good life right now. Just at this moment, have a good life.
4: God is awesomely good. Good morning, Dabbers. Today is February 2nd, 2023. This is formerly known as Elisa Marie from Dinuba, California. I no longer live in Dinuba. I am now in Fresno. And I would like to be known as Proverbs 31 woman, as my husband lovingly calls me now. 12 years ago, we were on our way to being a statistic of divorce thank God that he intervened miraculously and got a hold of us and turned us around. Um, I humbled myself and I started interceding for my marriage and my husband and he followed. So that's another story for another time. But anyways, I just want to say that um, I really enjoyed Brian's narrative commentary uh, today on today's reading in Exodus of the children of Israel as they uh, started traveling uh, um, in in the mountainous desert and all the things that, they're, that they're, they're starting to do, grumbling and complaining. But anyways, it was just so awesome. I'm on my way to being 62 this year, and right now I feel I'm going through a little bit of a, of a desert, but I'm holding on. I, I've learned a long time ago not to grumble and complain, but just to praise God and just say, thank you, Lord, and just hold on to His Word. But anyways, I fully embrace the commentary today. It was so wonderful that I... I forwarded I shared it with my daughter-in-laws and my sons and so I just want to thank God for Brian and Jill and China and everyone that helps him with this podcast it's it's a wonderful podcast I thank God for that but anyways you um dabbers be blessed and just always remember that God is on the throne and his word is established forever in the heavens and it shall not be moved Heaven and earth will pass away but his word will never pass away. and though those that have been on this uh, journey listening to uh, to daily audio for the past however many years, it's every year is different and wonderful God.